where we just heard from the Federal Open Market Committee and the announcement they raise once again for the third time in a row 75 basis points. Much headlines to discuss here. William Lee is with us, chief economist at the Milken Institute. Thank you so much for being with us. What jumps out at you? We have Fed funds uh, rates going forward. We have unemployment projections. We have GDP. We got the 75 basis points and the dollars moving higher as markets sell off and yields are higher. So what are your thoughts? Well, Nicole, the FOMC finally put some teeth behind that tough talk, and we see that the tough actions that they're talking about is to bring that federal funds rate up to that four and a half, possibly five percent uh, uh, target range, which is a big uh, jump from where they were before. And the, and the message from Jackson Hole was expect to feel some pain. And what they mean by pain is in the projections, we see that the unemployment rate is going to be up to maybe four and a half percent, a percentage point unemployment rate. This may still be low. I think if we see another round of these SCPs, we may see even higher unemployment rates because they have to convince markets and the public that they're serious about bringing inflation back down to 2% in the required time frame of the, the, the next two or three years. And because of the persistence of core inflation and the spread uh, and, 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 and virulence of core inflation, they have to show that their tough talk is backed by tough action. And this is the first part of that deposit. We didn't hear anything uh, much about the running off of the balance sheet. I, that just came to mind. Um, that has been something the Fed has been focused on as well. Um, I don't know if you saw anything on that, but are they on the right track with that? I think the Fed has been reluctant to talk about the balance sheet as an active uh, policy tool because they really don't know how the markets react. The last time they tried to aggressively shrink the balance sheet, they didn't fix the plumbing to the point where the markets would be able to resist uh, and, and, and not become so volatile. The repo markets just essentially collapsed the last time they tried to do this thing. Now they claim to have fixed things. We'll see if they've actually done that. So we, the Fed's uh, balance sheet actions may actually induce a lot of volatility in the repo market, in the bond market, and possibly into the stock market. And so at this point now, are we going back to Paul Volcker days? Are we looking to the 70s? Is, is Jay Powell and the team and the Open Market Committee, Federal Open Market Committee, using a playbook that could be similar or different? How might they do something that they might be looking back to history? Nicole, I think that's the most important question that everyone has to ask is how aggressive does the Fed have to get? Does it have to be Paul Volcker? Remember, Paul Volcker was aggressive only because no one in the market believed that inflation would come back down from the double-digit levels in the 70s and, and, and early 80s. Right now, it, look, it looks like market expectations are still pretty well anchored. The five-year average inflation, uh, break-even inflation rate is something on the order of about 2.5%. Uh, um, the five-year five years, going even further out to the 10-year horizon, uh, is down to about 2.25%. So right now, markets seem pretty convinced. What they're not convinced are member, uh, people like your, your previous guests who said the Fed will chicken out. When they see the unemployment rate start to rise, they're going to pivot and they're going to they're gonna stop. This set of announcements today that we see right now and maybe will be reinforced by the uh, by the press conference is where the Fed is saying, no, we're not going to chicken out. That's the big question. Will they chicken out? Because if they chicken out, inflation rates going to stay high and, and, and we're going to run into even more serious problems with the need for more aggressive policy action.
Well, that's exactly what you were talking about when you were talking about the severity of the policy-induced recession, which is seeming more and more likely, but it depends so much. So whether or not the public truly believes in the efficacy of the Fed's tough talk. You said they put their teeth, they're, they're biting here, they're showing us that they are serious, right? Um, you know, when you look at the projections for 4.4% unemployment in 2023, that's says hawkish Fed, doesn't it? I think a lot of the market is going to say the Fed won't be hawkish enough until we see five and a half percent unemployment and possibly even six, because a lot of people in the market don't believe inflation will come down without that very, very high level of layoffs to stop people from spending. I'm a little bit less up, uh, pessimistic than that, because I think the supply side is coming back in. Uh, and, and more importantly, when people are starting to feel like my job is at risk, the first thing they're going to have to do is say, let me stop spending and start saving in anticipation of being laid off. That's the key. If people don't do that, we're going to see even more aggressive Fed tightening. And, and, and that would be uh, even more pain for the economy. Yeah. And, the, and now we are seeing headlines. They are on track to continue the balance sheet reduction as announced. They will continue with that. Um, they still see inflation running very hot. So tell me your thoughts about the markets near term and maybe longer term when we go out to 2023 and 2024. If we actually see the Fed is credible and people start to spend less and save more and we see that inflation rate start to come down on, on the path of where the Fed is projecting and even maybe a little faster, we will see the, that the markets will realize the need for even more aggressive action is off the table. And I think that's where you see the market rally because the market will see an end to the tightening process. But if the if we don't see the inflation coming down um, and, and, and we may not for the next three or four months, the markets are going to stay low and volatile until we start to see the turning point for the Fed tightening. So right now, the VIX is at 27 and change. That's been sort of steady around these levels. Uh, it's hardly breaking out into the 30s and making people watch that most closely. What I do think that people are focusing on is on this 4% level in the near term on um, two-year yields. And when you see it above 4%, the theme that I've been hearing from the pros is there's no way that a market rally is real if the two-year is at 4%. What say you? Look at where the 10-year is and look at where the break-evens are. If you see those coming down and you see those well-anchored, there's, there's, that's where the turning point is going to be. In the next two years uh, is right now the, the, the head fake the Fed needs to put in place to convince markets they're positively aggressive about getting inflation down. Uh, if, if the inflation does come down, you will see the two-year rate come back down again. And, you know, most of the members here are seeing rates uh, moving. When we talked about the uh, terminal rate going forward for Fed funds rate, maybe we were saying 4.6 now, but it seems that it's 4.5 to 5%. Um, that doesn't seem to be wavering at all, does it now? In fact, a lot more people are in that 45 to 5% range than before, and that's the part that is supposed to demonstrate to us and the markets how serious and aggressive the Fed is about getting inflation down. They're willing to put the economy through a lot of pain. Now, whether the markets believe that or not is something we'll see. Is it interesting to you that the markets turned into the red? 
um, we sold off. We moved to the lows of the day. We moved back and we started charting and looking back to mid-July for some of the levels. The dollar showed strength. Are you surprised that the markets now are watching the 38, we're at 3843 on the S&P 500? What levels are you watching? I am looking for where that turning point is going to be. And, and, and a lot of charters are talking about that 38 level. Uh, but, you know, the immediate reaction of markets has always been overreaction. And this downward move now looks like it may start to come off if the Fed press conference goes well. If Chair Powell is able to reinforce the strength of the message in the in the numbers, then the markets will turn around and rally. If the Fed is not able to convince, if the press conference doesn't go well, we're going to see the market crash even further this afternoon and into tomorrow. Just a quick thought on the credibility of the Fed at this point. The Fed lost March with this inflation by showing unemployment rate not changed and yet inflation coming down. Right now, they changed that forecast and said, we are going to induce some pain. Now, the question is, do people believe them or are they going to stay with that image that the Fed had in, in March where they, they were just essentially super dovish? Thank you so much, William Lee. Wonderful to have you on the show on this big day. Chief Economist at the Milken Institute. Thank you.